You're listening to a Cripple and Co. production. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners, Andrew here. Well, it's summertime here in Canada where I'm recording, and you know, in summertime, we're always told to go outside and explore our national parks. But, you know, for all disabled people, exploring our national parks is just not accessible. Well, I want to tell you about a really cool event that's looking to change that. My friends at the Engineering Health Lab at the Kite Research Institute University Health Network are hosting a virtual conference on national park accessibility in Canada. This free event will take place from August 23rd through August 25th, 2022. The goals of this completely free event are What does national park accessibility look like to me and why is park accessibility important? What are the major barriers that impact national park accessibility for people with disabilities? And what are innovative solutions to improve park accessibility for people with disabilities? You know, I think this is such a great initiative and something you don't want to miss out on because we really need to be considering accessibility everywhere, even throughout our national parks in Canada. So to register for this free event, please head to www.parksaccessibilityconference.ca today. We call it slicking the bean, choking the chicken, giving yourself a hand, auditioning finger puppets. There's a million and one names for the old five-finger shuffle, and yet hundreds of millions of people are unable to sauce the taco due to disability, aging, or illness. That's where we come in, if you'll pardon the phrase. At Bumpin', we've created the world's first accessible sex toy, so people with limited mobility, hand issues, and disabilities can celebrate Palm Sunday just like everyone else. If you agree that everyone deserves sexual pleasure, help us spread the self-love and fund an orgasm for those in need. Give the gift of the big O at getbumpin.com. That's G-E-T-B-U-M-P-N dot com. This is a podcast that looks at disability stories. It's like sitting down with a really close friend to have a real conversation about disability, sexuality, and everything else about the disability experience that we don't talk about. The things about being disabled, we keep in the dark. Here is your deliciously disabled host, disability awareness consultant, Andrew Gerza. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the show, friends, and thank you so much for clicking on this Bonus episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on disability stories. I'm your delectable daddy host, Andrew Gerza. Let us get comfy, cozy, and crippled and get today's show started, shall we? One of the things I love about being the producer and the content creator of this show is that I can release bonus episodes whenever I want for whatever reason that I want. As the creator of this show, I get to say what I want when I want on the air, and this is a really cool opportunity where I get to do that. And one of my favorite things with the platforms that I have is mentoring the next generation of disabled folks and the next generation of people coming up behind me to give them a foothold to become a disabled creator and to become, to, to put 
the content out there in the world that they believe in around disability. And that's one of my favorite things to do as a creator is to give someone that spark to put their own spin on disability. And that's what this episode is going to be today. It was a really special one that we recorded back in September of 2021. I was actually back in like February of 2021. I was contacted by this documentary crew for this documentary series called Breaking Character that chronicles six disabled people throughout Ontario and through, I think, Canada also, but I'm pretty sure just Ontario. Um, and it chronicles their kind of push to be, to be in disabled media. And I got to speak with a 17-year-old disabled person named Ty who was interested in starting a podcast and wanted to sit with me for the documentary and learn about podcasting and learn about what it is that he might want to do as a podcaster. Um, and I was really, really excited to sit with him and to offer advice and to just chat with him. So this podcast is a kind of a mini quick little interview with him that we did back in September of 2021 where I just give him advice and, and give Ty the chance to ask me questions and to learn about podcasting as a disabled person and to, to think about putting these ideas down on a platform like a podcast. And really it was a, it was really exciting for me to give that knowledge over and to show him that I started with, I started with nothing when I did this. I started with Apple headphones and an idea and to be able to impart that knowledge for him in a documentary format and on this podcast was, I think, important. So I'm really excited for you to watch Breaking Character, which is on the Accessible Media Inc. website. I will make sure to link that in the show notes. I think if you're in America, it will also work for you. If it doesn't, let me know, and I'll figure out a way to get it to you. Um, but it was a really, really important interview, and I love mentoring young and disabled minds and giving my point of view to help them create something new around disability and that's what we did today so stay tuned for my interview with ty on whether or not they should make a podcast right here on a bonus episode of disability after dark ty hello welcome to disability after dark how are you today hi there i'm doing great you i'm so excited to have you here this is the first in-person podcast i've done in like over two years, and uh, what the audience can see today on this very special episode of Disability After Dark, which by the time this comes out will be like six months from now, but what you can <laughs> see is that we're recording with the film crew today, and we're doing a documentary about disability podcasting, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's one, two, three, four, there's a bunch of people in my house <laughs> right now, which is cool, um, and I'm really, really excited to have you here, and I'm really, really excited to talk to you today about your your hope to start your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thank you so much for having me. You have a beautiful space, so I'm I'm so excited to be able to talk to you. And yeah, starting a podcast has been something that has just kind of been lingering in my mind. My dad kind of gave me the idea about it, and you know, I've always loved talking to people and you know, just getting to know people, knowing stories, telling stories, all of that. So I thought a podcast would be a really great place to do that. And it is. Podcasting is all about story, and it's cool because you can have different formats. But before we jump into, like, your journey wanting to be a disabled podcaster, I want to start off with, tell me a little bit about your 
Well, well, let's introduce you to, let's introduce Ty to the audience, who you are. Tell us who you are, what you do. For sure, yeah. Hi, everyone. So, my name is Ty, and I'm 17, so I'm going into my last year of high school. And right now, I'm studying drama, uh, fashion, and writing. So, those are kind of all three interests of mine, and I'm not 100% sure where I want to go next year or like in the future but definitely something within those fields um i love make makeup too i think it's all lots of fun nice we need some more disabled makeup artists out there so maybe that's i don't know maybe that's an avenue too um tell me a little bit about your disabilities and how they impact your day to day for sure uh so i have something that isn't necessarily defined um because the doctors aren't a hundred percent sure what caused it but they know what it is, and what it is is a partial blockage in my spine that prevents the message from my brain going all the way down to my legs, so I'm not able to use my legs to walk. I do have full feeling, and I have trouble feeling like some temperatures, which I found was really weird, but it's kind of interesting. It's like science class. I mean, I guess that's cool in the winter. You don't have to feel the cold, because you're like, I can't feel it. Great. Awesome. Yeah, for real, right? It's yeah. so strange, but... Who knows? Like the the mind and the spine is a is a strange thing. It's a fun game, and doctors don't know all the things. So totally, how does this like disability impact your day to day? So since I can't walk, I use a manual wheelchair to get around, and yeah, I just use an elevator, of course, when I'm going to certain places, and it can be a real struggle to get into certain buildings just because of like steps and inaccessibility. But I try my best to always figure out a way. Yeah, you also live in Toronto, in just north of Toronto, right? Like me. Uh, yeah. So, how, what is it? What? How do you find accessibility over there? Uh, I mean, there isn't much to do there in the beginning. So, like, out of the stuff that there is to do, there's really not great accessibility. Like, the buildings have steps, and you know, a main place where people would go is Main Street Unionville or Main Street Markham. So that's a place where I often, you know, just spend my time with my friends and do whatever. But a lot of the shops and stuff don't actually have ramps or, like, literally anything. So... I went the other day, and I was just alone. I was working on a job thing where I'm, like, mapping out accessibility. And I actually climbed up the steps, like, out of my chair, and then, like, lifted my chair up the steps just to get in. And that was a little bit of a crazy experience because a lot of people were turning heads. But, I mean, you know, if they have to see what it looks like to be inaccessible, then... I mean, they have to see. You're right. They do have to see. And I think, you know, in Ontario, for those who are not in Ontario, we don't... And in Canada, we don't have a Canadian-wide Disabilities Act yet. So it really means that stuff like this is left to the provinces to figure it out. And it's really sad that we have a provincial accessibility law, but no one's doing anything about it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's been enforced since 2012, and by the time this comes out, it'll be 2022. And it would, we're 10 years on of still not having accessibility, so I'm sorry you have to do that. But also, I think it's important that you do show mm-hmm. people how you get around. For sure. And, you know, I think it's also... Uh, tough because a lot of these buildings are under like grandfathered I think is what they're called yeah so it's like heritage oh heritage or something oh this is an old building so it doesn't need to be accessible sucks for you yeah hello and like it's like oh that's not fair and I wish they would have enforcement of accessibility like all of us with disabilities and I've I've said this before in places but I don't know if I've said it here all of us with disabilities are looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Why did they hire us to be AODA enforcement officers? Like, yeah. To say, like, hey, your building is not accessible. Here's a fine. Or, hey, your building is not accessible. Let me help you do that. Yeah. Like, it's really... And, you know, in Markham, for those who are not in 
Canada and don't know where we're talking about. It's pretty up and coming. Like they should, it should be something they're doing, and it's a shame that they're on. But it's all over the, the province. But let's shift gears because we're not here to talk about how crappy accessibility in Ontario <laughs> is. Uh, let's talk about your journey with podcasting. And I understand that you, I, I love helping other people create a podcast, and so I also have a podcast company called Wheels on the Ground Productions. So if ever you wanted to do one. You should come to my network. Um, but I want to learn from you. I want to let you ask me questions and, and learn from you, like, what do you want your disability podcast to be about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ideas that I kind of have going through my mind and, like, many different things. I love having outlets to be creative and put my work kind of out there. Yeah. So something that I love to do is, like, creative writing and poetic writing and poetry, spoken word, lots of that stuff. So being able to showcase that in a podcast context would be amazing. And I'm also, like, somehow an anthropologist. <laughs> like, in my head, I feel like, in my heart, I'm an anthropologist. I love people, love people watching, like, just going out and making up stories for, like, what other people are doing and whatever. It's just really interesting to me. Yeah. So actually just being able to interview, you know, your everyday person and hear what story they have to tell would be so cool because I think, you know, everyone has their own challenges, everyone has their own battles they face and, you know, disability or not, you've got something to tell. So I want to be able to provide that platform and just, like, learn about people. Yeah, is it something you want, like, my podcast with Disability After Arc is very specific to the disability experience and Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time making sure that my guests are talking about disability or connecting with disability on my show that's why it's called Disability After Dark to right, like right. shine a light on this stuff. But d- would you want your show to be disability centric or kind of about everything? Mm-hmm. Well, I personally would probably want it to be a little bit about everything. I mean, disability is a part of my life, and it's definitely going to be like something that is a struggle and things that I face. But there is many other stories like within me that I also am really looking forward to kind of talking about and sharing like with my other identities so that would be amazing yeah i think the cool thing about podcasting is like this show started out as a sexuality podcast Mm -hmm. specifically to talk about sex and disability and now it's been five years on we have four hundred thousand subscribers like downloads and we've won i've won awards i've been nominated for things but now i reached this place where i want to talk about different things so i do i did a series on the show last year about the pandemic i did uh, I'm doing a series now about history and disability. You mentioned anthropology. I'm doing a series on the show called Cripology, where I talk about history and disability. So, like, there's avenues for you to take a concept for a show and have, have just use using the podcast as a platform and not worried so much about it has to be this. For sure. It can be a, whatever you want. So there's, there's definitely options for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that's the thing that was really interesting it's like you know there's so many possibilities and there's so many things that i can do with it and i have really like interesting friends so i think it would be super cool to talk to them too yeah and i think also the the um the benefit of you being 17 is that there's not a lot of teens with disabilities in the podcast space Mm -hmm. talking about teenagehood in today's world Mm -hmm. i think there's something there that you could gravitate to and talk to the young folk, it makes me feel so old, but talk to the younger generation about, like, disability and what that's like for you and how it's different from what it was like for me 20 years ago. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a it's a really cool platform, and it's a really cool 
opportunity to be able to share that because I know a lot of people probably don't have that perspective. A lot of my other friends who have disabilities aren't the most like comfortable always talking about how they're feeling in there. Yeah. So I mean, definitely I have some who are amazing advocates, and not necessarily you need to be like always out there, always doing everything. But you know, at least being able to stand up for yourself is important. So yeah. having that voice and seeing that people can have that voice is just really important. What um, other than like because you said earlier you could do like spoken word poetry, which could be a totally cool kind of podcast because I don't think there's a lot of those out there either. What kind of other thin topics would you want to explore in a show? Mm-hmm. Lots of different things, honestly. I I love uh, philosophy, so just kind of talking about life and talking about like the meaning of life. I just it, it's so cool to me. Psychology stuff is always fun too. Lots of that. Um, I just I'm obsessed with the show Drag Race, so I could probably talk about that for like a year and not stop. I mean, so that could be a podcast. It totally could be a podcast. Yeah. Um, you could do like my advice would be to because there's a whole bunch of different things there my advice would be to to figure out like some sort of common thread and then go from there because as a listener like they know my common thread is disability so everything I do is based around disability whether I'm doing a new series or having a guest on so I, I would recommend that you like pick a common theme and then branch off from that and talk about different things. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I'm thinking, like, Disability Drag Race show. Like, there could be so many yeah. different things that you could do with that. That that could be really cool for sure because, you know, I mean, even within that context. Sorry, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I have a follow-up question. Okay. Yeah, even within that context, I feel like uh, there isn't enough disability representation in mainstream drag so there is a lot of things you know in the more underground parts of like Toronto or you know people are doing shows but why aren't they celebrated why aren't they you know pushed out there so can we have a bridge kind of between what we want to see in mainstream and then the things that aren't giving that getting that opportunity I mean you also talked about how you want to do a lot of stuff in media and you're you're doing stuff as a media person true Uh, so you might you might also do a show that's like Disability in media, like I've done shows like that on this podcast, so there are so many avenues for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick uh, prompt here, because um, it sounds like you're still exploring your focus. Um, maybe Andrew, you can ask the question: like, what are uh, do you know what your goals might be? Like for some, it's like to educate or to be like funny, you know, like uh, what's mm-hmm. Maybe you can ask that question. For sure. Yeah. Sorry, I'm giving you more to edit out. Later. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna definitely steal the the lab stuff because. I don't think the levels are super great. Okay, yeah, we can totally provide. So I, whenever we, whenever it airs, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Um, so you want me to ask? Like, what what would your goals be for the podcast? Have you thought about that yet? All right. So Ty, what would your what do you think your goals would be for the podcast, and what do you think you would want to like? Some for some people, it's education. For some people, it's like comedy for some people that's true crime there's so many different different avenues like what what area do you want to focus on i would like to i mean the the first ultimate goal is to get something together get it done push it out like finish it do you know what i mean because i i always get caught in the not like like getting stuck of you know i have all these ideas now how do i actually make them happen so i think a goal would obviously be to actually settle on my idea and then go forward from there but in terms of 
what impact I want to make even on the world. It's just showing that, you know, people who have disabilities can be in these positions. They can be, you know, doing lots of fun things. And, you know, that's, I think once we start to show people who have disabilities in all different contexts of like life and in the media, there will be a big change among the, the minds because, you know, we can change laws and we can do lots of different stuff. But if we're not being able to show like the youth and younger people, then there's just going to be that constant, I guess, ableism. The youth. Oh, I feel so old now. Yeah. I am uh, <laughs> um, certainly not a youth anymore, but I was back in the day. I hear you, and I think you're right. I think also what you were saying about, you know, finishing the idea, I would say don't don't think of it that way. Just come up with a common thread mm. and make a show. My first couple episodes were crap. They weren't really good. <laughs> I, as I've said on the show before, I've recorded them... Um, I recorded them on my on a Apple headphones, no sound equipment, hoped that it went and press record. And if you listen back to the very first one, it doesn't sound great, but I put it out there. So I would recommend that you just put it out there because we need more content, even mm-hmm. if it's not the most polished. Right, right. I guess, yeah. I mean, I love spontaneity and just kind of doing things and, you know, being like, you know what? I have this, this is what I have to give to you, to the world, and then, you know, see how it's received. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I also want to... Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, for us, content-wise, we're good, so uh, don't feel like you have to prolong okay. the show, um, and you can kind of just, like, take it from wherever else you need to uh, do for your show, because sure. for us, we're, we're good. Sure. Amazing. Yeah. I also wanted to ask you, like, I want to give you the opportunity to ask questions to me about podcasting and disability. Um, and just answer them if I can. Mm-hmm. Well, what what was your process like beginning to start a podcast? Um, I noticed that nobody was talking about sex and disability, and there was no podcast that was specifically focused on disability week in and week out. They'd have bigger podcasts doing special, like a, a very special episode on sex and disability. They'd have like a disabled person one week and then never yeah. again. And I was like, well, that's not, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure disabilities in our is in our content mm-hmm. every single week so I was like well I, I was writing blogs for HuffPost and for other outlets and I was like well what if I just turn those blogs into a podcast yeah. and I just started producing turning my, my articles into like a 30 minute podcast and talking about it and talking about the themes that I wrote about so my process was really like it wasn't I didn't go in expecting anything I got tired of physically typing and physically, like, typing out articles. And I was like, talking is physically easier for me, mm-hmm. so let me try that. So my process is like, it's changed now. Now it's like, what do I want to talk about? What interests me? What do I think would make a good show? And it, when I do make the show, I write notes and I do, like, stuff just so that I can stay on track with what I'm talking about because I have a scatterbrain and I, I, I would get confused and forget. But I like to write out notes and like make funny jokes in there and like make it make it palatable for an audience but my process has just been like what in before it used to be like oh my god I have to do a show about sexuality every week I have to find a, a sex and disability angle every week now it's like what do I want to talk about what interests me mm-hmm. and I find that to be a lot more fun in the process because I can talk about a lot more mm-hmm. well I think it's important to talk about that for, for sure, because a lot of people, or just in general, it's so sig- stigmatized to talk about sex and disability. So, like, the fact that you're able to bring that, you know, 
forward is really important. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I guess thank you for sharing that. But then another question that I, I was kind of musing on was like, when Ooh, it comes musing. to musing, musing, wow, <laughs> this is my drama teacher's word. He's I was going to say, I was like, that's not a word I've heard in a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was just kind of thinking about like when when you are uh, talking about your experiences all the time and like presenting all of these things kind of to your listeners. Do you ever get tired, or does it ever get exhausting? Yeah, that's why like. I switched from sex and disability yeah. to whatever because I was like, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I want to do something new, but I also don't want to create a whole new podcast yeah. and start again. I was like, I have this platform. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just switch it up? Like, it's my, like, and that's the cool thing about podcasting because if you self produce like I do, I don't have, there's no one on any team saying, you can't do it this way. You can't try this. You can't put this out. Mm-hmm. Someone says, no, it's not going to fall. It's not going to, like, meet the needs of our audience. It's me saying, I built this audience. Let me try. Mm-hmm. So I love being able to like play with that. And I, I do get tired. I do get tired of talking about disability. But then I remember like, you know, someone who is in your position, who's 17, who wants to learn, who needs a voice of someone who's done it before. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't stop because I could be giving them hope and I could be giving them an opportunity and I could be giving them like something to look forward to or something to emulate. Totally. So like, I... Well, I get tired. I also see it not as a responsibility to educate through podcasting, but an opportunity to educate through podcasting. So mm-hmm. I never have to. I could I could turn off the thing and turn off the show and be done. But then I think, well, what if someone in the room, 15 across the world, needs to hear this? Mm-hmm. How important that is. So, yeah, I get tired, but I push through. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Okay. We're just going to... Um pause there for a second. We're going to just uh, move out for a bit of a why. And just uh, for time, um, is it okay if we just kind of wrap up the yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, sure. And then we can get to your interview after that. So I'm going to get out of the way. I'll let you guys... This all okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's great for us. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, I'll craft it so that when it comes out, it sounds, it, it fits for what I need to. It's, it'll be fine. For it'll sure. Be, it'll yeah. be great. But that would be sick if um, you ever needed, like, like through your thing that you do your podcast with, you ever need anything new, let me know. I mean, I definitely will. Like, like, and like I, like I said on the, on the thing, if you, if you need a network to put it on, totally, once you yeah, decide, like, sure. come to me and I'm happy to, to mentor you and how to make it go. Yeah. No, I would, I would appreciate that so much because I feel like that's part, like, half the battle figuring out where to share it. And yeah. Like, and like, what there. it is. Like, I know so, how to do all that. So yeah. if I can help you with that, I'm more than happy to. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. Last quick thing is when we wrap up, if you want to just like Andrew kind of walk us through like what happens next typically, like, okay, like uh, now that we've recorded, typically this is what I do to edit, like just the process. Sure. Um, so yeah. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And cameras are ready? I'm set. Okay, so whenever you guys are Are we still rolling? Yeah, what are we doing now? Yeah, so it's more like wrapping up. Just wrapping up. Wrapping up what and comes then next? Um, just like letting us know what, what is the process after you record. Do you mind if I, when I release this, can I keep all this <laughs> in? I, uh, you have my consent. Right, okay. <laughs> um, yes, so uh, yeah, just wrapping up. Maybe one more question or something? Just so we have this just from, from this angle and then the wrap-up? Yeah, okay, so yeah, um, so we'll have one more question one before we wrap up. And the question will be kind of from Ty, um, what you guys were just talking about, like, you know, in terms of uh, getting started, having that network, 
Sure. Um, and then Andrew kind of saying that he, um, he will be there if you need kind of thing. Sure. sure. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, so, Ty, you'll prompt? Sure. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Perfect. Thank you. So when it comes to creating my podcast and actually trying to get it up on its feet once I have something, and I, you know, even if it's just a spark of an idea, where do I go from there to kind of get it out into the world? I would say you'd want to find a good server. You'd want to find a good, like, you want to, there's a whole bunch of podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. I use Podbean. Not sponsored, no ad. Uh, but if Podbean, if you want to sponsor me, like <laughs> sponsor the pod, please. Thank you. Uh, I use Podbean, and there, there's a whole bunch of services you can use to like get it on your feet, and then you would pay for like a subscription, so you can have unlimited podcasts. So depending on if you want to do it weekly, monthly, every two weeks, so whatever your energy level is, I would also recommend that you consider what your energy levels are and what you can do before you commit to like a weekly thing. Because I've committed to a weekly thing, I feel like I have to produce a show at least mm-hmm. once a week. And that can be really hard when I have energy level problems or if I'm tired or my body doesn't want to do what I want to do because of disability. So really think about what you can do. And then, like I was saying, I have a network called Wheels on the Ground Productions that I make this show out of. And the goal of that network is to give disabled and chronically ill people who want to do a podcast a place to to like mentor and learn about podcasting and like mm-hmm. also have a show on my network so if everybody wanted to do that and once you decide what your idea is i'd love to have you on mm-hmm. oh that would network. be amazing thank you it'd be great yeah no i would love i would love that because i feel you know it it's definitely intimidating to put something out in the world that isn't necessarily like you said you know too competitive but it's just creative and it's it's scary but it's cool yeah, I'm exactly. So I'm, I'm more than happy to help, and I've been mm-hmm. doing this for five plus years, so I'd love to offer my services to you. For sure. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> um, well, I guess we kind of did this on the fly today. Like I said at the, at, the, at the start, we have a film crew chomping at the bit to get some interviews done. So I guess we're, <laughs> I guess we're done our, our podcasting portion of today. Uh, but thank you so much, Ty, for coming on Disability After Dark and for doing this cool uh, kind of episode with all the the crew watching us do it. <laughs> that was cool. Thank you so much for being here today, and um, thanks for coming on Disability After Dark. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Thanks. It was <laughs> awesome. Talk to talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, friends. That's another episode of Disability After Dark in the books. Thank you so much for making this episode comfy, cozy, and crippled. And I hope you enjoyed sitting down with your favorite disabled person on the internet and talking all things disability. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to follow my work, you can head over to my website, andrewgerza.com, or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at andrewgerza1. If you want to be on the show, you can, of course, email us at disabilityafterdarkpod at gmail.com with your disability story. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to support Disability After Dark, you can go to patreon.com slash disabilityafterdark and pledge as little as $1 a month, up to $5 a month or more, or even a yearly amount if that works for your budget. We at Disability After Dark, me, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting this show and Crippled Co. and all the things we do, and tune in next week when we shine a light on another disability story, right here on Disability After Dark. Bye, friends! Copyright Notice
Disability After Dark was created, recorded, and produced by Cripple & Co. Productions and Andrew Gerza. Any and all use of materials, graphics, audio recordings, etc. cannot be used or distributed without express permission. If you would like to use an episode of the podcast or license an episode of the podcast on your website, please consider emailing Andrew Gerza and Crippling Co. Productions at disabilityafterdarkpod at gmail.com. Copyright 2022.